Hey everyone, it's Cherry Galore and welcome to another episode of I've Got Time. Love is in the air, so go ahead and follow and subscribe if you haven't already. If you're looking to sprinkle some extra love on top, there is a link in the podcast description where you can support this podcast monetarily. Thank you so much for your support and shout out to Germany. The listenership there is growing and that's cool. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I've got time. What's up, baby? Take, Take me, me out, out to dinner. dinner. Hey, yo. <laughs> I'd love to. How you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing? How you feeling? Feeling like a villain with a go-to filler, you know? Real player-like. They always doing good. Yeah. Just need you to bring the volume up just the teens. You know, we're going to really uh, say some things. Okay. Okay. All right. So, in the spirit of Valentine's Day, I want to talk about love. And if you haven't noticed already, I'm here with my beautiful girlfriend, Shakayla. Hey guys, I'm glad to be back again. Thanks for having me on. You're the best. We love it when you're here. And you know, we actually just celebrated our one year anniversary. Yeah. How does that make you feel? Um, it feels surreal because time went by extremely fast. But I do feel like we have continued to grow closer. I feel like this is the first relationship I've been in that was actually intentional. And that makes a huge difference. So, you know, I'm happy to be here. I feel grateful. Grateful. Me too. Oh, grateful. Um, how come every time I write stuff down when we're talking, like I'm not into it? once we're actually recording. Are you psyching yourself out or should you just listen to your intuition and say what you feel in the moment? Listen to your heart. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) So, since we're talking about love, what's love to you? What's it to you? Um, well... I feel like we use word the word love so casually and so frequently and we also make it more serious than it have to be like love is an emotion just like happiness just like sadness just like you know fear so we're supposed to experience it many times throughout the day and it's also a choice we get to choose if we want to be present in an emotion or not. Um, and I feel like 
having love for somebody is also different than being in love with somebody. Facts. What's the difference? To me? Mm-hmm. Um, I think having love for someone is just like an inner knowing of the compassion and care that you have for someone. But being in love with someone is more of an intentional choice to me. It's like you have to continue to do that every day when you're in love with somebody. It's like you can always love somebody, but being in love with them, it can be love is fleeting. So you have to be like present and stand in that and continue to choose and make choices and do the things that you did initially when you felt like you were in love. Do you feel like people confuse love sometimes with infatuation or lust? Definitely. And I think people confuse love with commitment because it is not... They don't always coexist. Mm-hmm. I feel like, <clears throat> especially once people get in romantic relationships, they think that just because they're in a relationship that they love the person. And that's not always the case. It's like, A lot of this is asshole behavior, but it's kind of like when people get into relationships and then they just start saying, I love you. Like, did you love me before? Like, why are you saying it now? Mm-hmm. Like, most of the time people just go along with it because who doesn't want to be loved? But it's like, do they really love you or are they just saying it because y'all are in a relationship now? And it seems like the right thing to do or the natural thing to do in a relationship. Yeah. I think the most important thing to know about love is that it's an act. It's a verb. It's something you do. It's something you feel. It's not just, you know, a word. It's not just, I love you. You have to show people with your actions that you have love for them. So, like, just saying it to me is not enough. So even when people are in relationships, and a lot of people, they'll stay in relationships because they think, I love them. But it's like, do you love what they do for you? Do you love how they make you feel about yourself? Like, what are you actively doing in a relationship to be present and show up and also reciprocate those feelings and those actions? So, how do you know when you actually love somebody versus just caring for them or liking them? I think that when you start to include them in your life plans, when you think about them when you're making your own decisions, I think when 
you know, you really have an intention yeah. for what what does the love mean? Like when we was younger, we would get into relationships or even our friendships would just throw it around like, yeah, I love you, girl, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, what is, what are you planning to do with this love? Do you think that that's something that can, that comes along with a relationship or should you already have some type of intentions going into it? I don't think I would get into a relationship with somebody that I didn't love because I feel like that's setting the expectation that eventually it will grow into love. Yeah. That's, that seems a little bit toxic and dangerous to me. I don't know, personally. Um, I'm not saying that you have to because there are situations where people are, like, betrothed or, like, it's really out of their control. And we think that's, like, an old thing, but it very much still happens to this day in specific cultures. So sometimes you really don't have an option but to grow in love. But I think... Growing in love really shows you it once you like watch your own behaviors and things, you start to realize if you're growing into that love or you're not. Like, I feel like when I told you I love you, it was pretty early on. Like, we was like, what, like talking for like two months or something? Or laid it on a nigga. Girl, <laughs> girl. Um, and before I said it, I thought about it for some time. You know what I'm saying? I thought about what that would mean and how that would make you feel when I said it. And, like, what did that mean if I was, how, how I was going to show up differently in our relationship? Because, you you know, let's not get it confused. You're in relationship with everybody that you talk to on a regular basis. Those are all relationships. You're just not romantically in a relationship yet. Facts. So how did you show up differently? Or how did you determine, like, how you were going to show up differently after saying it? Well, I feel like, I don't want to say pressure because that's the wrong word, but I feel like it was my intention then at that point. I was like, well, now I have to actually be my girl because I can't just be like, you know, (laughs) I love you, I love you, I love you, but like, I don't love you enough to want to be with you. Like, that's weird. That is weird. Um, And I had to think about the love that I have for myself and what it was that I felt like I deserved, what I felt like you deserved, if I was capable of offering that to you. Like, I thought about a lot of things. Like I said, it was very intentional. It wasn't just me, just in my feelings or infatuated with you. Like, oh, my God, I just love this girl. Like, it was, you know, it was deep to me. And I was scared to tell you for real because I didn't know how you was going to respond. I I didn't necessarily care that you was going to say it back or not, but I didn't want to scare you or, like, think that I was trying to love bomb you 
or, you know, I didn't know if it was too soon. Should I just wait to say it? But then I'm also the type of person that's just really present with who I am and expressing myself. And I feel like if you feel it, then you should say it. Like, Yeah. I love you. <laughs> I love you, too. <clears throat> so... I have this question down. I'm not sure if it's going to make sense. Should somebody like have standards for love? Like requirements for their love, I guess. Do you have requirements? Did you feel like in that moment when I said I love you? Did you think about like what it required for me to be your lover. Lover. Stop trying to change the subject. <laughs> Y'all, Cherry loves to do this. Um, nah, I didn't think about that. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, look at her loving me. Look at me feeling the same. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't really. I don't think I ever really had, like, clearly, I never had standards for the love that I provided, which was, I think, a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but, oh, oh. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think that people should have, there should be something like, I feel like you shouldn't just be throwing your love all over the place Mm -hmm. like the flower girl at a wedding, you know? Yeah. I don't think that I would call it standards, but what I would say is that I have a limit to what I'm willing to offer it was included in my love package, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a limit. And that limit is based off of what it is that I can give at any given time. If I can't give it to myself, then I can't give it to my partner or my friends or my family. And that's really being mindful about your needs and the, you know, what you require from other people, but also like how much in each moment that you're able to give and understanding that sometimes you have to set boundaries with yourself and with other people. Um, And I think I kind of interchangeably think about the way that I'm giving my love is also the way that I'm giving my energy. Like love is a currency, just like money, just Mm -hmm. like your energy. So I try to be understanding of your needs at the time but ultimately like what we were saying in the previous episode is that putting my needs first and then letting what energy I have left over to overflow into our relationship and prioritizing you know yeah do you feel like you ever love somebody too much like you gave too much of your energy yeah but I don't think that had anything to do with love I think 
this is gonna get a little bit deep, but it was the lack of love that I have for myself is what made me give too much to other people. I know. Don't call me out too. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't even have to know. Like, telling on yourself. Do you think liking someone is more important than loving them? Mm. In a <laughs> sense, yeah. I do think so, in a sense. Because I love all of my family, but some of them niggas, I just don't like them. And when I don't like somebody, I don't give them my time. I don't give them my energy. I don't, you know, affirm them. They really ain't getting shit from me because I don't like them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I know what you mean. So imagine being in a romantic relationship with somebody and like you generally have a love for them as a person. I love you but you really don't like them, that means that you're barely tolerating them as a person. And that's not a good relationship for either people to be in. It's not, it's especially not good for the other person because at a certain point, you must be using them for something, even if it's just to feel loved. A lot of people are codependent in relationships where it just feels better to be with somebody than to just be alone and other people shouldn't have to suffer just because we haven't learned to love ourselves yet or learned to give a fuck enough about people to not put them through stuff because we're not healed enough to not use people in out of convenience. Yeah. Let y'all think about that one. Looking at you, Chad. Do you feel like in relationships when you've overextended yourself that that was an act of love towards them? Did you feel like what you was doing, was that the reason you was doing it? I don't think so. I think that I was giving what I really wanted and it didn't really have anything to do with them like love was there for sure but I think that I was doing all that I was doing because well it's different reasons depending on the situation but like a lot of it was Hoping they would reciprocate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, not knowing how to set boundaries in my desire to help people. Not having boundaries in my kindness, you know. Mm-hmm dangerous game right you know because a lot of people do take kindness for weakness they look at somebody and they say wow they're giving out a lot it's like going to a freebie store like if you went in a store and everything was free would you only take what you need or would you take everything that you can get your hands on and most people would definitely take everything that they can get their hands on instead of just what they needed so It's up to us personally to have boundaries and to have limits 
on how it is that we express our love? How valuable or important do you think love languages are in a relationship? I think it could make or break the connection. Mm. Like, because if you aren't doing anything that makes your partner feel like you actually care about them, it's like everything else that you're doing doesn't really matter. Like, even if, like, what was I about to say? <laughs> you having a me moment? What? Um, I'm talking about love languages. I don't know where I was going. <laughs> <laughs> I think love languages are a helpful tool. I don't know if they're actually necessary because I think like for our relationship specifically, the more time that we spend together, the more that I'm like picking up on your social cues, your habits, your behaviors, then the more that I'm able to like just read your energy to see like what it is that you want, even if you're not or need, even when you're not verbally communicating that, you know what I mean? Like, one thing we were talking about, I don't know, like, last month sometime or something, and I don't know if I had asked you, like, what was your love languages now or something, and I was, like, after a while, I started noticing, like, what it was that you were doing to me or, like, what it was that you was offering me in terms of love languages, and I noticed, like, that wasn't my love language, but it was you like signaling to me that's what you needed in a relationship, you know what I mean? And we didn't necessarily have to have a conversation about it because in that time of us being together, we was learning each other. And I think, you know, ultimately that is what love is. It's like choosing to get to know your partner over and over again because we're all constantly changing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You might date, start dating somebody and their love language might be physical touch or something. It's like, y'all can't keep your hands off each other. Yeah. And then their love language might change based off of whatever is going on in their life or, you know, just for whatever reason that sometimes you just need something different. So I think that's the most important thing is just being intuitive about who it is that you and you know or what you're doing in a relationship and picking up on like those little hints that people are leaving and stuff Mm -hmm. like that's really important i want to kiss (laughs) okay um I have a good question for you. What's up? How important do you think intimacy is in relationships? And in our relationship, how have you learned how to be more intimate? Intimacy is my kink. Um, Was that always your kink or what? 
Um, I think it was, and I didn't know it. Because I thought that intimacy was... I didn't know what intimacy was. Mm-hmm. And I'm also realizing that intimacy is different for people, for different people. Um, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like how you think it's important in, in relationships and how it is that you have grown? Um, I think intimacy is top two and it's not two, honestly. Because uh, you can't really have anything without it. Like, mm-hmm. intimacy is the connection. Like, actually feeling connected to the person. Feeling like, you know, I'm open to you and you're open to me. Yeah. Without that, it's like, hey, girl. It's very much friends vibe, you know. Yeah. Even though I think that you can have an intimate relationship with your friends and your family members, because Mm -hmm. I think that a lot of us was taught, or we even misunderstood that intimacy would had to do with sex or just being physical in general. Yeah. And the more that you mature, the more that you, um, for me personally, realize that. I was using sex to try and cultivate some type of intimacy with people because I really wasn't getting any of that. Like, they weren't really listening to me. We weren't having deep conversations. I didn't feel comfortable sharing my feelings. Um, You know, we just didn't have, like, that real connection. Like, half of the time, I could probably just tell you what Cherry is thinking. (laughs) And it's because, like, we really are intimate with each other. And we do things all the time to consistently cultivate intimacy in our relationships and also, like, like, get deeper and deeper with it, too. It's like... At this point, we are in the third layer of a seven-layer dip, you know? <laughs> what is the... You know what? Off topic. Why do people make these dips with all these layers? Mom... Someone I know... <laughs> <laughs> used to make this dip that had so many layers. And she always used to put it in a glass bowl so you can see the layers. It's kind of irritating, though, because you never really get the mix of flavors because you're like, oh, I got to eat the sour cream first. Then I have to eat the salsa. Then I have to eat the guac. I feel like instead of making it a seven layer, can we do like seven by side by side so I could like, you know, get a dip of everything? Like you could still put it in a glass bowl. You can still see the layers going horizontally, but it just makes no sense from like an actual tasting perspective. Like who wants to dip <laughs> Three inches of sour cream. Or even three inches of salsa. I'm going to be real with you. I don't even think it was a dip. I think it was... I think you were supposed to, like, eat it. Like, I don't know. I didn't eat it because it just did not look appetizing to me. 
Don't say too much. <laughs> I mean, she know I eat that. I don't. I feel like she was the only person that ate it. Honestly, she and made it for herself. Then, so I respect it. But what is that? <laughs> okay? Love though. <laughs> Note to self, no seven layer dips. <laughs> Don't you ever in your life make a seven layer dip and expect me to eat it. I'ma look at you like crazy. Same way you look at casserole. <laughs> That's another conversation for another day. Cause I ain't even brought that up in a long time and now you just put it up at the forefront of my mind. So next time I bring it up, it's on you, bud. It's on you. Just saying. That's how I feel about it, you know? So to anybody that's out there, like, you know, looking for love or in a relationship, whether it's a new relationship or one, you know, that they've been together for a while, do you have any advice for, you know, maintaining love? Or creating love in a relationship? I think that the key is talking to each other and not just, hey, how was your day? Like having actual conversations about things. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta talk. Communication That's... is key, but comprehension is always key. Because you can be saying and saying and saying and communicating your point of view and expressing yourself and that person is just not hearing you. And I think the most thing about love is really loving yourself first, understanding when a relationship is just not right for you or when it's not in alignment with you anymore. Because as we do grow and change, sometimes those relationships aren't, um, you know, they can't, you just can't take everything with you in, into the next cycle of your life. True. But if I had to give advice to all the people out there that's looking for love and wanting to feel love, even in their current relationships, is, you know, to really value and love yourself and allow yourself to be a reflection of other people in your relationships. Really pay attention to your own behaviors and how it is that you think about things, your perspective on stuff, because that, I feel like, shows more about our future and how we're treating people more than anything. It's like, not always the other person. So it starts with you. I think when we first started talking, I like, a lot of my feelings has changed. When we first started dating, I wasn't trying to be in no relationship. I definitely, marriage was like, whoop, never doing that shit again. You was like, about to play me. Nobody was about to play you. I was honest from day one. 
I never ever tried to play you. You know that's how you real a man with the honesty. You're so honest, and I like you. Next thing you know, I'm six months into a situationship, and I don't know how I got here, but I ain't going nowhere. I would just like to say that we were not six months into a situationship. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cherry is definitely talking about something else. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> and sorry to all the people that can relate to that. Um, you know, there was times in my life I feel like where I may have been leading people on, but I've never let it go on for an extended period of time. Once I realize what my feelings or my intentions is, or even that that person's feelings or intentions are different than mine, then I have to communicate because I don't want to be the bad guy. I've been in so many relationships where I felt like the victim. I just can't make somebody else feel like a victim just because I'm not communicating, you know, or just being yeah. honest. A lot of niggas ain't honest with their own self. Like, keep it real with yourself. You know what you can and can't do. But I think having love for somebody will, not just for anybody, the person that also really loves you and in love with you they're going to encourage you to be your the best version of yourself even if that's not to the benefit of them so you know you just have to be willing to be open to your relationships changing whether it's i guess for the good or for the bad because that's also a perspective thing and that's what I was really leading to. It's like when me and Cherry first started dating, it's like a bunch of things that I was not open to. Even, I think I always was pretty open as far as sharing my feelings or my past or something. But like, I don't say just recently in the last two months, like we really, really started getting deep. So we just said we was together for a whole year. So you got to really allow yourself to be open to receive love as well you know if you're looking for love really be honest with yourself and say do i feel like i deserve to be loved and sometimes in a relationship you could be in a full-blown eight-year relationship and you still don't believe that you deserve to be loved and that's not gonna help you or the relationship so you know we got to get to the root of those things and why we feel like that and also share that with your partner yeah yeah that was good <laughs> i feel like uh that's a good place to reel it in you know they gave the girls what they needed what they didn't know they needed but you need it well what they need to do is go purchase my book at fullmoonbeauties.com okay because it's called couple's guide to intimacy and it's a quick read it's only 24 pages or 26 pages something like that but you know if you are in a relationship or even not in a relationship this is really going to get you in a space of healing reflection and love for self so that you really can create intimate relationships with people even if it's not in a romantic sense 
Yeah. And the link is going to be in the podcast description. <laughs> yeah. We love to see it. What else you got going on? Um, you know, I'm always on YouTube at Manifesting with Karmic Sight Gal, where I post videos two times a week with uh, collective messages and just always guides to healing, how to manifest the life you deserve to have, and, you know, my process and journey through Ascension. And you can always follow me on any platform because I post regularly to let y'all know what's up at Karmic Site Gal. Yeah. All of that will be in the description, so, you know, read. thanks for coming out thanks for being on this episode thanks for having me you're a doll I've got time